All right. So, uh, Debbie, I think the recording has started. Do you want to start your you, – t- tell everybody what to do, or do you want me to just jump right into it? Um, jump right into it. All right, folks. Today is Thursday. Uh, it's August 1st. You know what that means? That means – uh, 2019, this is our weekly Thursday Bay Area Transformation and Miracles prayer call. And uh, if it's August 1st, that means it's the first Thursday in August. It means it's the first day in August, and it means it's the day before my birthday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's Happy two birthday, days friend. before my anniversary. Praise God. Who just joined us? Nancy Harden, this is your anniversary? Not today, but August 3rd will be. All right, I heard you say this is my anniversary. All right, but congratulations in advance. two days before my 23rd anniversary, and it's one day before my birthday. Well, I tell you, all of that together, it reminds me when you were that little young whippersnapper Sitting down in Monterey, we were having, I was just meeting you and this brand new bride. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. So, um, folks, I am not at an admin council, console, so I don't, I, I, uh, um, I'm going to have to rely upon you to speak up and introduce yourselves and to pray because um, I don't have my little secret sauce to tell me to call on you and uh, who you are. All right? No. But this is okay. just going to be awesome. We're going to pray. We're going to press in. Um, Debbie, can you go through the list of everybody who's on the call again so we all know? And then we're going to dive into it. Okay? Okay. So the ones that have announced themselves as Mama Nancy... Uh, Sister Rhonda, Sister Mary Rose, and that's all I know so far. Some other people did join, but uh, they were on me. Yes, Mom and Dad Haas is on as well. Okay, so who else joined us who hasn't announced themselves yet? I just got on. Amy. Oh, welcome, Amy. Amy. Anyone else? Eileen. Oh, welcome, Eileen. So glad you could join us. God bless you. All right. Well, Hi. Mary Rose. I'm, I'm just going to have mine on mute because I'm working right now, but if that's okay, I'm, I'm going to have it on, on mute. That's wonderful, wonderful. All right. So, Mary Rose, say the opening prayer. Father God, we just come to you this afternoon and we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you for the good reports that we've been getting. We say thank you for how we have um, you have answered our prayer up to this point. And we know, God, that you're a faithful God and that you are pleased. You've shown your good pleasure over us for so long. So we just thank you, God. Father, there is no God above you. And there is you are the mighty power over all the earth. And we just praise you today. We praise you for who you are and how you move. We thank you, God, that your, your spirit comes and teaches us and speaks to us. We thank you, Father, for your sacrifice of Jesus, which is how we are able to approach you in the first place. 
God, you have given us every provision to be uh, where we are right now today, to enter in, to enter into your throne room and to decree and declare your goodness and your will over, um, over um, the land, the people, the spiritual forces around us. So we give you praise and honor. And we say that we will not tolerate or allow any demonic influence on this call, that we are all protected by the blood of Jesus. And as we go forward, that you, <clears throat> that you um, are the one, Holy Spirit, who is in power on this call. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Folks, I just want us to press in. I have several things I kind of on my, uh, from the Holy Spirit I want us to pray for. I want us to pray for leaders. I want us to pray for faith. Mm -hmm. I want us to pray for the body of Christ to be awakened. I want us to pray for the lost. Um, So I'm just putting those out there. But Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. I just sense the desire for you to lead right now. Mm -hmm. So Lord, Holy Spirit, lead. And uh, everybody who's on this call is here for a reason. Lord, you've called them here, and you can lead through all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pray, and then, then, then take initiative. Otherwise, I'll try to call on you. If you don't get called on, please assert yourself. If you're feeling to pray, that's the Holy Spirit nudging you. So don't grieve the Holy Spirit by staying quiet if the Lord's leading you to pray. And also, if you're praying, uh, don't grieve the Holy Spirit by hogging the time. So, you know, let other people speak, uh, pray also. So let's try maybe, uh, let's try to pray and focus it on one, one thing. So when you pray, pray for one thing, and then we have a small group of people on this, and we can pray more than one time. But I just, um, oh, I feel the Lord wants our fervent prayers. Yeah. So, Father, I just come before you, Lord. You want our fervent prayers. You want us to cry out, Lord, with faith, believing that we can touch heaven, Lord, by our prayers. Lord, mm-hmm. you said that the prayers of a righteous man avail as much. And you gave us the example of Elijah, Lord, who prayed that it would stop raining and it stopped raining and prayed that it would rain again and it rained again. And you used him, Lord, to bring correction, Father, Lord, to this Lord, this massive, demonic evil, it captivated your people to Mm. use him to bring correction, to change it. And you brought up that illustration to say that we should pray. Lord, my heart is heavy, Lord, for um, the victims of this massacre, the shooting in Gilroy, Lord. Mm. My heart is heavy for the... Lord Jesus, Lord, is a young kid who did it, Lord. Yeah. Just a little kid, Lord. My heart is heavy for our youth. God, but I, I'm, Lord, Lord, my heart is heavy for uh, uh, the fathers, Lord, the broken families, mm-hmm. Lord. And for, Lord, I cry out to you, Lord, Father. We have tolerated uh, iniquity. We've tolerated the spirit of Jezebel. Lord, Father, we've tolerated just a lukewarm form of Christianity. Lord, Mm. we say we're followers of you. We use the term Christian, which means little Christ, Lord, and yet we don't model you. We have a form of laws and rules. 
Lord, but is our presence with us. It seems to me we have a form of godliness, but we don't have the power. Yeah. Lord, and I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. I'm just stating forth the vision that I see, that I'm asking for, that I'm crying out for. Lord, pour out your spirit. Awaken your body. Lord, awaken us, Lord God. Awaken us, Lord. Father, now is the time for the Bay Area. I cry out to you. Now is the time. Awaken us, Lord. Lord, we cry out to you. We raise our voices. We say, hear our prayers, Lord God. Lord, hear our prayers. Lord, pour out your spirit. Holy Spirit, be patient with us. Come, come and forgive us for when we've grieved you. God, hallelujah. Somebody else pray. Lord, after Cardinal Week to get on this prayer line today, I was waiting, but I don't really know what I am to say to you. So I'm asking you to speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. I thank you for what I heard this week from Albert. I thank you for that call that I heard from him. I thank you for all of those that are on this line also waiting. And so I thank you for the men and the women that have come on this line this morning. And we thank you that you've given us another Thursday, the first day of a brand-new month to call upon your name and to listen intently for what you will say to us. We do declare, we know, we have sinned. And we include ourselves in all of those things that are going on at the whirlwind that is now running and zapping and moving around us like a vortex. But we know you're greater than any of the things that have come to say things are so out of whack. But we know this. We know that you're God over everything. So this morning... I call unto you, Lord God. We will stand and take our place up on the wall and ask you to put things back in order from the top to the bottom. I pray for the leadership in this nation. Oh, God, have mercy. We have watched you, but because I've been reading the prophets this morning. We have watched you time and again. Put hard-headed, stiff-necked leadership back in place or take them down and put in new leadership. Lord, you know how. Forgive us for not praying as we ought, because you clearly said if your people, 
who were called by your name would humble themselves and pray. You'd heal the land. You'd heal the land because the part of it was turned from our wicked ways. To turn and to seek your face. So this morning, that's what we're doing. We're seeking your face. And I thank you for all of those that have got a fire in their bosom. Let them say it out today. Say it out this noonday in the name of Jesus. And I bless Albert. I bless Ted. I bless all those that have been faithfully up on the wall checking to see what you would say to them this morning. And so I bless our young people. I bless Sandra. I bless the fruit of their womb who are now coming of age. I thank you for each one in Jesus' name. Amen and thank God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we just come humbly before your throne of grace right now, Lord. And Father, I just thank you for all those that you have drawn together here on this call, not just today, but who've been showing up faithfully. Maybe not just on Thursday, but other days, Lord, that we stand together in unity on your word. And we intercede with faith Mm -hmm. and thanksgiving, with petitions. And Father, I just thank you that you hear our prayers, Lord. I thank you that. As we press into you and we seek you, that we find you and that we hear your directives, Lord, that we're able to know what your good and perfect will is by your word and by your voice. Father, I just uh, come before you now. We just give you praise and glory and honor to be able to come into your throne room, into the heavenly court where grace and mercy and healing and deliverance and favor and correction is available to us, Lord. And Father, if there's anything in our hearts or in our spirits or in our thoughts that is not in line with your word, we just lay it down before you right now, yeah. Lord, and ask you to heal us and correct us and to make our path straight. We just thank you, Lord. We just give you all the praise and glory for the power that comes down from heaven. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so thankful for all the mighty prayer warriors that are on this call. And Lord, we stand together 
and we form a shield so that no weapon that the enemy would try to put towards us or our family or our loved ones or the people that that we are praying for, we stand together as a shield and you are the covering, Lord. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I thank you and I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone on this call. Amen. I, I have a word for you all, and uh, I'm going to share it now um, for us. Um, I see all these things as connected. Um, as those of you who are following me on Facebook, you saw that uh, in Friday night I was in Salinas and just poured my heart out, spoke at a men's conference there, and it was really good. It was so cool to see seeds that I had sown for, uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago come full circle. Um, And, you know, I was just just giving my spiel for transformation. I was telling them about Argentina and, and how that impacted me. And, uh, you know, seeing a prison completely transformed there. Um, yeah, go on Facebook and, and, and watch it. The message is worth listening to. Um, and uh, it just felt really good. It felt like now's the time, you know. But when I'm going down there, I'm, I'm trying my best to shift people's thinking, you know. So I'm looking at it through my perspective and through theirs, you know, to get them to believe God will actually do something extraordinary through you. You know, and I told about how this city that, you know, Juarez went through this horrific violence, the worst violent on the, violence on the planet at the time. And through the prayers, fervent prayers of a righteous man, uh, God turned that around. And we can do the same. We should expect the same. But it really hit me Sunday night because when I had driven down Friday, the traffic had delayed me and I was, you know, trying to get there on time. So I'm praying, you know, and a little nervous because I'm going to walk right in when I'm ready to speak and I don't like being late. And then I drove through a part of Gilroy because Waze directed me off the freeway. And, uh, I drove, I, I never, I had never paid attention to the garlic you know, the Gilroy Garlic Festival, and I'd never driven by it before. And all I'd never driven on that street in 23 years that I'd lived here, even though it's so close. And then on Sunday, when I heard about the shooting, it's like just the Lord, you know, it felt like, wow, if you want to get my attention any more obviously, you'd have to hit me with a two-by-four. And we have the solution and we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers and authority. And I'm not saying that we can prevent all tragedies, but I'm saying that the Lord desires that none should perish, and he wants to reveal his glory through his church. And, you know, when I say the time is now and I'm trying to impart faith, see it from their perspective. For three people, it's too late. 
for those families. They need Jesus. People need Jesus. They need what we have. So, Father, awaken us. Awaken us that we will pray fervently. But that's just the context. I want to share another word. I mean, this is the word I want to share with you. I don't know how many of you know who uh, Josh Harris is. He's a very famous pastor, um, young guy, probably in his 40s. I think he's younger than me. Um, And he became a celebrity because when he was in his late teens, no older than 20, he wrote this book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Um, And it was a bestseller, sold millions of copies. And so he was, you know, this young kid, um, you know, and was a leader in in this 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 you know uh, purity movement um, to really you know wait until marriage and all that, and that com- catapulted him into kind of evangelical stardom. But um, he just recently announced. I mean, last year he announced that he no longer holds to the views in um, that he espoused in I Kiss Dating Goodbye, which. They were a little extreme, you know, I can understand it, you know, and it's easy to lose heart of the principle and attached to a method. Um, But then this year, he just recently, like, it was just in the news, like, this week, like, Monday, I think I saw it, um, that he has left his wife. Um, They're going to be divorced or they are divorced. You know, he has children. And he basically said he no longer is, you know, according to the way he used to define Christianity, he's no longer a Christian. Um, And he's renounced all his beliefs. (sighs) And, you know, initially I was a little upset, you know, and, and particularly that, you know, the lies, the half truths there, you know, and, uh, and why are you doing this so publicly? And why are you making all these announcements when you're, the reality is you're walking away and abandoning your wife, you know? You complicate it with all these other issues. That was my initial response, and that's valid, you know, be angry, but sin not, you know? Um, And uh, a very close friend of his wrote a public letter um, saying, basically, saying, listen, you might be walking away from Christianity as you knew it, but you're walking away from a culture that you were raised in. You're not walking away from a relationship with Jesus because it's evident that you didn't know him. And as harsh as that is, that's biblical. They they went out from us because they were never with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as I reflected further, and this is the word I want to share, because... Um, I saw it differently because, you know, we, you know, if you're in the church, everything's kind of clouded by our religious mentality and mindset. But he, he, was, he was a young kid who didn't know much, like all of us kids don't know much, you know, and he had filled with ideals, and he got catapulted into stardom. And he became a celebrity, just like any young kid, you know, who becomes a celebrity becomes a celebrity. And, um, you know, he went, I mean, it's pretty tough at that young age to be, have a bestseller, 
and now you have lots of money. You know, you make money from books. And then, you know, because of that, he had openings and favor. And then he went to being at a very pretty young, you know, he was, uh, you know, this leader brought him under his wing and cultivated him for leadership. And then he became the lead pastor of one of the largest churches in the U.S. I mean, a mega church uh, there. And, um, you know, and I'm thinking, wow, stardom, prosperity, abundance. And I just felt, you know, in some ways when you're in a position like mine, um, the Lord, my path has been different. And when the, the, the struggle that I struggle with, just to be transparent, you know, it's like, you know, I'm struggling for a nonprofit and just trying to figure out a way to pay our bills so we can keep doing this. And we've chosen a path to be, well, we've chosen, we followed the Lord who chose it, so we opted in. But, you know, I'm just following the Lord. He's chosen a path for me to be hidden. And when Josh, who's about my age, was being catapulted into stardom and being given abundance and, you know, prosperity, I was being given adversity. And I just realized and saw God's grace through it all, and I just felt the Lord say, one, have compassion and pray for him, because it's just like God. There may be a problem with leadership, you know, divorce. There may be some hanky-panky there, it sounds like, if there's where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, not something's not right there, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm not making a judgment. But it would be just like the Lord to take that risk, take the mud in the face, the public scandal, not cover it up, let it go public, and let this guy hit rock bottom because he knows you might be in the pulpit, you might be a best-selling author, but you don't know me, and I'll go through all that so you get to know me. And I also reminded again, of if you haven't heard the story, when Nancy and I connected she brought me up to Oakland and we had a prayer time and we taught about praying for leaders and we slapped you know we exhorted both sides to repent and said pastors you need prayer so stop acting like you're the man the holy man who prays for others and you don't need anybody to pray for you because that's a recipe for disaster and they repented and then we shared intercessors if you're gossiping about your pastor and don't pretend you don't don't pretend that's only others that gossip. That's a double sin for you because not only are you gossiping, you're not interceding and there's power, there's life and death in your words. And I was a young idealistic kid, so I just preached it without holding back and Nancy supporting me. We repented and we're all bawling and crying and prayer. We laid hands on three pastors and prayed and just the presence of God was there. It's not running down our noses. I mean, it was beautiful and we said lord bless them and we blessed them in every way and then we said lord apply this to every pastor in the city i don't know if it was at the exact moment i said those words but it was pretty close there's a pastor across the city in another part in a hotel lobby about to check into a hotel with a woman who's not his wife And right about that same time, I believe it was probably the moment I said the words, he was arrested by the Holy Spirit. These were his own words. He could not go through with it. He was arrested. He could not 
and he's supposed to pay for the hotel room, and he just has to excuse himself and leave, and he walks out, and he says, God, what do I do? And the Lord says, go to this church, which is the Olivet, the church we were meeting at. It's happened a long time ago, so I think it's okay to share the names. And he shows up, meets with one of the pastors we had laid hands on and prayed for, makes a full confession. They enter into a covenant relationship, and he's restored without it ever being a scandal, without it ever having to go public. Repentance, yeah. true repentance, restoration. And, every, and the Lord says, who are you to point the finger? Every time there's a crisis like that, where is my governance? Where is my intercession? Who was called to pray for him? Who's busy with their blaming? Who's busy pointing fingers? Man, blaming others, whining, and not interceding, not praying. It's not the sins we commit only. It's the sins we don't commit. We don't pray. Who's hungry for my glory? I can govern all this, and I will govern all this. And through all this, the Lord imparted something to me that I want to, per- that this is why I'm sharing this with you, because I know pretty much across the board, everybody on this call is going through adversity. None of us are high on the hog trying to figure out where we're going to write our next $10,000 check to the you know, charity that we believe in. Um, no. And uh, we're, we're fighting, we're struggling. And I just felt such a peace. And I look, you know, I'm just looking at my situation and say, would I trade it all? Would I trade where I'm at to be where he's at, to have the money, to have the position? You know, and who am I? Of course I want it. No. I'd rather know the Lord. And the only answer is Jesus, his glory. (sighs) The only answer. We're right where we're at. Let's let go of our blaming. Let's let go of our whining. What he wants is he wants us to believe, and it's not by our works. We have to let go of our works. That's another thing. I can't do it all. My works, my stress, I try it. I have a great vision. I'm going to reach the world. I can't do that 98% in the power of the Holy Spirit and 2% in my own strength. Oh, no. No. No, no, no. It's him and his only. What does he want? He wants me to believe. Believe his promises. He wants my complete and total surrender, and he wants my obedience. He wants my obedience. Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus, so many of the things we whine about, Lord, are in the category of forgotten bread. Lord, I know for me, last night I was beating myself up because I'd made a mistake. Lord, I'd screwed something up. Lord... Father, I surrender that to you. I surrender my anxiety, Lord, to you. Lord, I'm doing better. Lord, you're doing it through me. I embrace you, God. You, you. Lord, I want to see your resurrection power, Lord God. Lord, forgive us, cleanse us. Lord, I pray for this young celebrity that got tossed into the spotlight, Lord. Father, that now it's all hitting the fan, Lord. Lord, and here he had, Lord, 
beautiful, powerful principles, but I don't think he knew you. Lord, or maybe he did know you and is just being monumentally stupid right now. Lord, whatever, Lord, I even repent of those curses of people that say he's committed the unpardonable sin, Lord, because he's blaspheming you. That's you to judge, not man, Lord. God, I pray for Josh Harris. Lord, you care for him. Lord, I'm burdened for the multitudes, Lord, multitudes that are looking to him and are lost. But God, you can control that. You're big enough for all that. Yes. Lord, I pray that you'll raise up true leaders, Lord. Father, and when you raise me up, I pray, Lord, that I'll be ready, Lord. And I pray that I'll have intercessors around me, Lord, and I thank you for my family, and I thank you for the leaders that are around me, Lord. Father, and I thank you for the adversity. Can we really thank him for adversity? Can we thank him that we were knocked down and thrown out, Lord, because he's going to reveal his glory. He's going to train us. Who are we to say? Who are we to choose our path? Lord God, Lord, Lord, raise up fervent intercessors, Lord, on this call, Lord. Father, it begins with us. Lord, I want to see them 24-7 all across our nation. Lord, everywhere, Lord, I want you to restore the gap. I want you to rebuild the walls, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, Lord, and it's not just Josh Harris, Lord. Father, Lord, but I pray for him, Lord. Lead lead him to someone who can restore him. Lord, give him clarity, Lord. Lord, visit him. Show him your glory. Lord, I don't believe, Lord, that we have... I, I don't think it's correct. I, I feel really bad. I think it's really, really wrong, Lord, for us to say we've blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Because I don't think his church, I don't think his I don't think we have seen what you can do. And I don't think we've demonstrated what you can do. Lord, Lord, you, you, you spoke to, uh, you said it's a, it, it's a wicked and perverse generation that demands a sign, and you were speaking to a group of Pharisees whose own minions, their own people, had just come back and reported to them that Lazarus had, dead, had died and been dead for three days, four days, and then was raised from the dead, and came out, and he had been decomposing, and he was restored, and that is the sign you had given him. And they didn't believe. That's grieving the Holy Spirit. And then you say, wait, I'm going to do one more thing. You're going to crucify me, and I'm going to raise from the dead. And I know many of those people whose hearts were hardened repented after Pentecost. Father God, we judge, Lord God. Lord, we have not seen your glory, and I'm crying out for you. I want to see your glory. Lord, I have seen it in places, Lord, but I want to see more of it, Lord God. I want to see you raise the dead that are long dead, Lord, that are famous public figures. Lord, Lazarus was, was a pillar of that community, a wealthy man. Lord God, 
Father, and you did it at a very, very public time. And Jesus, you were, all of Jerusalem knew that Jesus had died and been killed. And it was as public as it gets. And you appeared over and over publicly. And then on Pentecost, in front of everybody, probably 100,000 plus witnesses, Lord, you showed up and took control and made fools out of your disciples and filled them with the Holy Spirit and anointed them with power to speak. Lord, I want that. I don't believe that Christianity functions uh, well at any other degree. I believe that we're not walking in that because historically and we've grieved your spirit repeatedly. And I believe, Lord, that you are wanting us to, oh, Father, to pursue that and to believe it, Lord, that that will be restored, Lord, that this relationship will be restored. Lord, it begins with us. It begins with me, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want you to pour out your spirit all across the Bay Area and beyond all the nations, Lord. Father God, in Jesus' name, cleanse us of our religious spirit. Send a spirit of repentance, yes. Lord, that we will stop yes. cursing. We will stop blaming. Yes. We'll stop saying stuff like the homeless want to be homeless. Lord God, oh we'll stop God. speaking out of our ignorance and out of our own pain, yes. Lord. We'll stop being ignorant, Lord God. Father yes. God, Lord, I should probably use more gracious words, but the people on this understand, Lord God. Oh, we, are God. we are ignorant. We're ignorant of history, it, Lord God. It, we are not it, educated and we think we are, Lord. And we stand it, ourselves it, up as smart it, as leaders, Lord God, but are we any different? It, Pray, I hope we are, Lord. Lord, but in many ways we're similar, Lord, to those who you condemned that said you're such religious spirits. You go around the world to find one disciple and you make him twice oh, as much a son of hell as yourself. Lord, cleanse us, Lord. Purify us, Lord. Father, and I yes. pray anybody listening to this, Lord, Father God, that, that we will not look outward, Lord. We'll not point the finger, Lord. But I, I want to see people who will be pointing fingers. I want to see you raise up nations that will go before the king and will be eloquent. Not just have the word of the Lord, but to tell it in a story, to get the heart, the heart of the king, and then have the courage to look him in the eyes and say, David, you are that man. Yeah. Lord, I pray that, Lord. Yes, raise up ones who will point the finger with courage, Lord God. Father, who will jump on a plane, Lord God. Lord, will fly out. They will pray prophetically. They will drive through the streets. They will go show up at the leader's house and say, the Lord told me you're in an affair and nobody knows it, but he told me, and repent. Oh, Father God, raise up that level of prophets, Lord God. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, do it, Lord God. Oh, Father. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, maybe Josh is one of those guys, Lord, that you have to knock him down to nothing, Lord. I don't know, Lord. Oh, Father God. Yes, Lord. Rhonda, would you like to pray for leaders? Oh, Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. 
Father, we just come before you now, Lord, and we just lift up the leaders. We lift up the religious leaders. We lift up our leaders of our country. We lift up the leaders of our immediate group, too, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you would send your Holy Spirit to bring revelation, to bring knowledge, to bring understanding, to bring repentance, to bring healing where there's brokenness, and to open our eyes, Lord, that we could see what you're doing and that we can come into alignment with it. Lord, that you would open their ears, that they would hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and not the spirit of the enemy, that it would be by your directive that things would move and shift and change and be set on solid foundation, solid ground, that it could not be shaken or moved. And those things that are not currently established on solid ground, founded on your word, Lord, that you would shake it, shake off all the disbelief, shake off all the things that are not according to your will and your ways, Lord. I just pray right now, Father, that this would be a time of a Holy Spirit awakening, that this is a time of a great move of God, that this would be our our country, the way you established it by the founders of this country on your principles, Lord, and it has strayed so far from it. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you bring it back and that you would send those who are currently hearing your voice. Lord, That I pray Acts 4.29, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that they would speak with all boldness and that you would stretch out your hand and signs and wonders and we will see it all around us, Lord, and I just thank you. I thank you for what you're doing and for what you're about to do. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody else would like to pray? So this morning I was in... um the word, as in Second Timothy 3, and I was reading it, and those of us who are familiar with it, they talk about how, what, how men shall be, that they'll be lovers of self, that they'll have a form of godliness for denying the power. Um, and all, all these things about that we've read before, their boasters are proud, they're covetous, they're blasphemers, they, you know, all those things. But I, I really want to read this God's solution for all of this. He says this is how it's going to be 
this is how it was, this is how it's going to be, and then towards the end he said, um, but continue in things that you have learned and have been assured, knowing of whom you have learned them from, and that from a child that thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And the reminder is all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be made perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So I just want to pray that. I just pray, Lord, that this, this last part, Lord, that as you are releasing it into us, God, that we will put aside any form of, of godliness that we have that does not come from your spirit that we will not be pretenders to be Christians, that we will not be pretenders to love you, that we will not act like how you expect us to act, God, but that you will actually transform us. This transform our world comes from transforming us by the renewing of our minds, God, and that your word would live richly in us, realizing, God, that we cannot fool you. We We can fool everybody else, but we can't fool you. So, Lord, I pray that as intercessors, Lord, that we remember that we can say a good prayer, but if it's not from your spirit, what is it? If it's not with your word, what is it? Lord, that we would, would pray in a way that is uh, pleasing to you, we, that we would pray, God, and um, that we would be made perfect um, through you, God. And when we pray and when we intercede, Lord, that we would really understand what we're doing and how we're doing it and what pleases you, God, and how we can enter your throne room. So, Lord, I just pray for myself and for anybody else on this call that knows that we have not always done that, that we've prayed maybe wrote, just prayed, um, you know, what we think it needs to be, and it's not from your spirit. God, I just ask for your forgiveness. I ask, Lord, I say, Lord, I want your spirit to just dwell in me as we approach your throne room. I want more of you, God. I want your righteousness to dwell in me that I can correctly discern what it is that you want us to do, me to do, and those In my sphere of influence, God, I just pray, Lord, that you will reveal to us how to pray, how to intercede. I pray, God, that we will be able to discern leaders that are leaders and leaders that are not. I pray, God, that we will pray for them. I pray, God, that you will lead us in every way. Father, those of us who are on this call today, we're leaders. We may not be the leaders with a title, but we are the leaders, God, that you have called to be on these calls and to, and to pray and to enter your throne room. And so, Father, I just thank you. I thank you, God, for this revelation. I thank you for the word that came today. I thank you, God, that it will quicken our hearts and move us towards righteousness, your righteousness, God. Um, this morning, when, when this morning I, just, I, just, I have this vision. The first thing that came to me was at Nancy Parish, where Ted said that, and the other thing... that came to me was on Gilroy, Lord, how the shooting happened, and it said on the news several times, it was said that the, the, the police that were there, the people who were this, keeping the peace there, which is who we are, peacemakers, that they were so prepared that the gunman wasn't able to do more than what he did. And, Lord, I just saw that as a vision for us, Lord that we would be so prepared that those watchmen on the wall, that they could come so far and no further. Lord, that we would be prepared um, in season and out of season, Lord, to stand and to do what it is you have us to do as intercessors, God. That we would um, 
do what's necessary to become prepared, that we would keep our, ourselves dead, Lord, that we, they can come so far and no farther. Lord, that we would be those people um, working, um, working out your will. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless those people on this call to understand my words may not have been as clear as I'd like them to be, but your spirit would minister to them the truth of what you spoke through me in Jesus' name. Well, the next person is making up their mind to speak because I say take your liberty. We don't have to be just right. I I said I got on this morning. I didn't know what I was going to be saying because this morning I had a, a rough message to give at our prayer time and our devotion the w- devotion I gave was on the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. And so I was just absolutely, really tightly listening to what Ted had to say. Because that is a tough word. Uh, but I said that next week I would talk about, see, God wants us not only to talk about the convicting work of the Holy Spirit, but the convincing work. He has to convince us of righteousness, that we have righteousness in him, just as he come and convicts us when we are blind and we don't want to hear about him. So I, I was looking at that and just thinking, Lord, that was a... A, a tough word, and nobody, the Holy Spirit, has not given his work to anybody else to do. We pray. We don't have to judge it. We pray about it. God is still the judge of every man, and he will see to it. And our charge here is clear He said he looked for a man who would go up in the gap and make up the hedge. He's looking for somebody who will pray. We pray his word and let God do the convicting. God, the Holy Spirit, will do the convicting, but he will also do the convincing. And I thank God this morning. We heard you better than you think, Ted. And even if we didn't, that also is work of the Holy Spirit. People get from it what people need to get from it. And so I thank God for what I heard this morning. And I know he's going to use it whether we can say it exactly right or not. Because what he first does is explain exposes us to us. He convicts us to us, not to everybody. And so I thank God. I pray for you and I pray for the men and the women and all the people that are in this generation and being raised up for this hour 
and you have to go through some rough stuff. You have to go through dry patches. Jesus learned obedience by what he suffered. We know that, and I don't know why we think we're going to get by with less. We're following him. And if our leader had to suffer to learn obedience, Jesus is God. I say that every time I get on here, that just knocks me out, that Jesus is God, but he had to learn something. He had to learn obedience because he was in a man's body. Therefore, he had to learn. And we do too. And when we get it wrong, we confess it. Are we not sure? We confess that too. So uh, this morning, I'm thankful <sighs> to be on this prayer line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, wow. Anybody else want to speak up right now? Otherwise, I'm going to. Now's your chance. Well, it's already one. Huh. Um, we're going to go into a little bit of overtime. I'm just sensing something here. And uh, I want you to take your adversity... I know I'm speaking to everybody on this call, and if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this because you're super hungry that <laughs> you found this or led you to this. Um, and uh, you're gonna, the Lord's going to shift your paradigm, and you're going to really be able from the depths of your heart to rejoice Him for your adversity because He's going to redeem it all. And Nancy, I want to tag team on this because the Lord's used you in my life so much to slap me around and get me out of my self-pity and my whining. Father, so I want everybody, just, 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 if you can, if you're in a place physically, put your hands out in front of you. Put, put your trial just, just there. Just look at it. Stack it on your hands. Look at the thing that's hurting you and that you've been running away from. The adversity, the trial. When you wanted a blessing, you got something that didn't seem that. And the Lord's trying to teach us that we can trust him. Our Father always gives us good gifts. And his timing is better than ours. Who would you rather be? Uh, one of the most influential wealthy Christians uh, who has a platform or would you be rather be someone like William Seymour who not very many people know of but I tell you you get to heaven and that man's in a huge mansion (laughs) 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 his impact his influence wow he died in poverty and obscurity and for a long period, his name, well, even now, is ignored. His, his level of impact. But he won't be one-eyed then. He'll have both of his eyes. 
Yeah, well, he already has both of his eyes. He has a resurrection body. He's watching us. Amen. That's what I'm talking about when we see him. And I want, and I think you want, if you're on this call, you want true influence. You want true influence, and you want to restore it up, and you want to run the race well. And you willingly sacrifice pennies to gain eternal reward because whatever we sacrifice is nothing compared to what we have. We all want the prize of knowing Christ and his glory. So just put that adversity. You wanted something nice. You wanted something easier. You wanted something different. But we can trust him. He knows better. So, Father, I just come before you, Lord, right now. Um, And I just once again come before you and say, I've been fighting against you, and I've been whining, and it's hard, Lord. And I've also been exercising faith, Lord, and walking forward, Lord, but I'm not claiming to be perfect. I'm coming in by the righteousness of Jesus. And the faith that I did exercise was because you called me and gave me grace, Lord. Father God, and I thank you, Lord. Thank you for all these blessings that I don't thank you enough for, Lord. Lord, I thank you for Dale and Cherie Hawes, my parents. Lord, I thank you for saving them. Lord, I thank you for bringing them together. I thank you for the stability that I got, Lord, that I don't even realize because that was just my normal, that my parents loved each other and there's never, ever a thought, ever, that, it didn't, that, that they would not be together. That was never, ever a thought. That any, I mean, I didn't even think of it till later because I didn't ever think that anyone would think that way, Lord. And the Father, yet what I did think is the things I didn't like. I whined about the desert. I didn't think it was pretty and whatever. Lord God, cleanse me of that, Lord. And I, I'm expressing these things that I'm grateful for. But, Lord, I also look at whatever adversity you've given me, which isn't really adversity, Father, Lord. Father, and I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that I've had to continually exercise faith. And as soon as I get faith, Lord, you exert, you, you, you put me in a place that I need to keep exercising faith. Thank you that you're strengthening me. Lord, I praise you for it. I thank you for the adversity. I thank you for the hidden place that you've put me in to serve, to make others famous, Lord. Lord, and the path that you've led me on, Lord. Mm-hmm. Father God, I embrace that, and I see a time, Lord, uh, your body, Lord, where there's not ego. Lord, I see you raising up apostles, Lord, whose ambition is entirely embedded in the success of the organization and of the body. Lord, Father, Lord, who will be like Peter, who had all the authority and let this young upstart write all the books because the anointing was upon him. Lord, it will be like other apostles who just went and went to obscure places and preached, Lord, and let others get fame, Lord. They weren't concerned about that. They just wanted to represent Jesus, and their relationships were so strong Lord, that have the humility, raise up leaders like Peter that have the humility to listen to this young upstart when he challenges him and says, you're doing something wrong. Lord, humble himself, Lord, and correct it, Father. 
Lord, I see that coming, Lord God. Lord, and it begins with us, Lord. I want to see your glory. I want to see your humility, Father. Lord Jesus, Lord. Father, now I just impart this grace. Lord, for us to embrace our adversity, to embrace the hidden place. Lord, and to come to a place before the Lord raises you up. I mean, the Lord is going to raise you up when he chooses to raise you up. He chose to raise up Josh Harris, and now he's self-destructing. The Lord foresaw that all. He's going to raise you up when he's going to raise you up, and you have an opportunity right this moment to get prepared for that. And the worst thing that can happen is for you to be raised up before you're prepared, but it's coming, and the time is urgent. And the Lord's juxtaposing between those two. (sighs) Lord God, give us the grace to be dead to self. I want you just to look at that and thank the Lord for the adversity. Because really, Jesus is the one who saw adversity. None of us have seen adversity. Well, who am I to say that? Who am I to say that? I don't want to say that. Mary, you, 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 many of these women have seen really horrible adversity. But the point is the same. Jesus was with you, and he earned the right to speak into your life. He went through it. And, Lord, just impart that grace, Lord. And now the anointing, the freedom, Lord God, complete and total freedom to just abide with you, to flow in your glory, that, to be a child, Everything that you have, we have, Lord. Lord Nancy, close us out with a prayer of impartation. Well, Nancy prays. No, I want everybody, everybody who's prayed, I want Debbie to pray and I want my parents to pray also. I want everybody to have a chance to pray on this call. But Nancy, next. Lord God, we thank you for what we've heard so far. Thank you for taking us into this place that you've taken us to today. Thank you that you and you alone know what we need. I really, really wondered this morning when I was talking about what I just talked about, the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. It's not something that we all want to hear about. And this morning, it was very, very quiet on the line. And in my heart of hearts, I hear people even now being quiet, but there's an examination going on. You're causing us to read backward into our own hearts and lives, to go down and say, God, if there's anything that's not like you, in my heart, particularly at this time, at this stage, at this age, 
in my training that you're giving me through the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, take it out. You said if you didn't chasten us, we're not yours. You said we were bastards if we weren't. If we don't find anything to cry about, even maybe in silence, maybe out loud, if we don't go in there and say, Holy Ghost, do a search, do a search down in my heart. We desire this morning that convicting light that you and you alone can do because we wouldn't have gotten to this day if you hadn't shown us. But, Lord, I thank you for right now, for right now, that we're looking deeply into that well which we call, that you are looking, causing us to look deeply into that well we call our hearts. Clean us up. Wash us up. Start us afresh and anew. We thank you for doing what we ask because you told us to ask. You told us to call unto you. And we're calling. This noonday, we're calling out, clean me up. Lord, we don't have time to examine the other person's heart. You know, never told us to do it. You never made us the judge of another man's heart or another woman's heart. You didn't even tell us to judge ours in the same way that only you can do through the power of the Holy Spirit. But we're to bring it and lay it before you, and that's what we're doing. Does that clean me up? Make me every whit whole? Because we want to finish this course. We want to do clearly what you outlined for us to do. We don't want nothing left undone that we should have done. So we come and say, cleanse our hearts, O God. Make it ever new. Cleanse our hearts, O God. May we be like you. So we thank you this Thursday morning, August the 1st, 2019. Fresh, new, whole. We thank you that the same way you convict we want to really get this. That's the same way you convince us. Yes, you have to convict. And then you come in and you convince us that, yes, you are the righteousness of Christ. Although you were this deep, dirty, dark thing, now that you believe, 
that you've invited me to come in and clean it up. You are the righteousness of God. And so we get off on this line. As we get off off this line, we don't get up with our heads dragging. We get up here rejoicing because just as you convicted, you have not convinced. Just as you reproved, now you have made whole. And we're thankful. We are grateful. We thank you that we belong to you. We thank you that you've shown us the light. You brought it down and you looked. And now you say, go forth. Go and set somebody else free. Tell them that I'm here for them too. Let them know that I'm here to set them the prisoner free. That's what hanging on that cross signifies. I took care of it. Thank you for it, Lord Jesus. Thank you for everyone. Thank you for Ted. Thank you for what he's doing. Even on the times when he doesn't understand what you're doing, you do. Show us how to be satisfied in that when we've done all we can. That's it. We say, Lord, here we sit at your feet. Amen. We don't know anything else to do. And we say, have your own way, Lord, in us. We surrender all. Everything we even felt we knew, we surrender it. Do what only you can do this morning. And I thank you for every person on this line, Lord. Let them continue to go forth as some of us have taken the steps and we know we are moving off the scene. We just pray that these others would step up. Yeah, this is your time. Amen. Mighty name. Amen. 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 Father, we're so thankful that we can be on this call. And Lord, we're so thankful what you're doing. And Lord, we just praise you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And Father, we just ask that you would continue to lead us and use us to. Uh, Spread your word, spread your grace. We pray that we would appreciate the grace you've given us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Then, Father, there's a, a vision of the prophet. And how do word the prophet mouth, God, for word for the people at that time, God? So the word has been given, God, and that the children of God, the sons and daughters of the Most High God, have gathered together before the Monday throne of grace, mercy, and love, God. We are asking that to renew our minds, God. We are asking, God, in the name of the that we take 
part of the word and digest it well, God, that you will cleanse us and purify us, God, as we seek you more than ever before, God. Hallelujah, God. And that you knock at the door of our hearts, God. We are allowing you to come in, sit, and give us a bread daily in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and we thank you, Lord. But thank you for the word that's going forth, God. Now let us meditate on this word day and night, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us dissect in our own way the way that you want us to receive it. And as it has been a mission before, God, for we all are different, but yet all the same. I mean, thank you, God, this day for the word to go forth, God. As we repent, as we ask for forgiveness, God, as we, um, Declare and decree that this is a new thing. This is the eighth month of the year. And eight percent a new beginning. It doesn't have to be January, but it has to just be in the mindset that no more. For I sought a new thing, glory to God. And that just happened to be the first day. So God, we thank you that we are together this day, on the first day of this month, as a new beginning. That we lay aside all the things that easily beset us. We are looking after you who are at the altar and finish of our faith. God, we thank you this day, God. I thank you, God. How long we me, God? We does, God. Cut us off from all those things and not of you, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Because today is a new thing. A new day. To be standing together on the one God who loves us who allowed his son to down on our behalf, God. How, Lord, did he love us just that much that he gave up his life that we might have life. And we thank you, God, let us stand on your word, God, from the beginning to end, God, that we may be transformed in the name of Jesus and renewed, God, and cleanse God and wash God. And we must stand before you, God. For we are the ones that have been called by your name. Let us rise up. Let us take our rightful place, God. Let us um, take upon God the gifts and callers and talents that you have given us for the kingdom, glory to God. Let us not forget that the government of the kingdom of God is still established. And let us recognize that it is established. 
the fivefold ministry must go forth, God. And we thank you and we give you praise and give you honor. For it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Thank God. And amen. 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 All right. Anybody got some closing words? Here's the game plan, folks. Uh, anybody else can share uh, if you have something uh, relevant. Um, uh, please reserve the dates. October 15th through the 18th is our global conference. Um, we're working on some very uh, important things um, for the prayer and for the intercession. We really want you to be there. Um, uh, so please set the dates aside if you don't have a means to get there. Like, you you know, I mean, it's in Monterey, and, uh, you know, uh, embrace that. It's adversity. God's going to show up and let us know. We're not going to leave you alone. We're going to pray with you. And uh, take the step of faith. Um, where uh, I'm believing I want to see California represented there, the entire state. I want to see a representative from all 58 states. The end of August, the 30th and the 31st, Ed will be in San Diego at a meeting that um, Michael Griffiths had set up before he was promoted to glory. We're going to use that to memorialize Michael Griffiths. And uh, I believe also there's going to be a significant um, shift there connecting us with Southern California. Um, we're also connecting with the 40 Days of Hope, um, which is, uh, you know, they were in uh, 38 cities this year with a presence. And um, uh, what I see is things are aligning. I want to see a representative for each county at least one. I want to see, I believe the Lord's going to show up and we're going to have a delegation which includes the mayor from Bakersfield. We may have the similar from uh, Adelanto and I believe many other cities. Um, but it starts with one intercessor. And then early next year, we're going to have an event for California. And I'm praying and believing that during the early next year, uh, we can pray for every single person in California. And I think it can happen. And if not, it's a very noble goal, and we can get close to it. And it's a process of getting there. And model that for our nation. And I'm believing that in 2020, before the elections, we can replace the anger with blessing. Because you look at all the strife at our country and the problem is not whatever the other group is doing. The problem is our unresolved anger, and we need to replace that with God's peace and with God's blessing. It's prayer that changes things, and we need to see that we're the solution. That's my big crazy dream. So that is why we need you to keep praying, come on these calls, go minister to one other person today, um, you're a leader of leaders, so start leading some. Uh, you're a leader, so start leading somebody. 
Um, invite them on the calls and come to uh, plan on joining us this October. You want to add anything, Mary? Then we're going to wrap it up. I mean, end the call. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, God bless you all. I love you. Uh, press in. You got your call to action. So go. Do it. Keep praying. Your adversity is uh, a gift from God. All right. God bless you all. God bless everyone. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Grow and go.